It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone. The Utah Jazz have won 10 straight road games. It's only been done once before in franchise history. And, Ron, let's just start there. That is an incredible feat. It's an incredible feat thinking that a team that the way they got started at the beginning of the year uh, and, and right now the way they're finishing. We're not healthy at the beginning of the year, so now we're seeing exactly what a healthy team can do. What carries this basketball team, David? Defense and three-point shooting, and that's what I think that's what's been doing the job for the Jazz. When you look at the teams that have accomplished this in the last 20 years in the NBA, it is a who's who of the NBA. It's Iverson Sixers, it's Kobe and Shaq, it's Duncan Spurs, it's it's actually that great Atlanta team that won 60 games, it's the Heatles three or four times, it's the Warriors, I mean, the, the t- to win 10 road games in a row, and the Jazz got one in Toronto, which Houston couldn't get tonight. They, they, they've had some good ones. It, that just is a level of consistency, and it's that defense that's that consistency. Defense is, is definitely the, the signature of, of the Jazz and why they're successful. And all of those teams that you mentioned, you know, if you think about the, uh, the signature player or the, or the signature two or three players on that team, they're very noticeable. Uh, I think a few years from now, uh, if you go, if you look back at this team and you're and they're saying, and they'll be talking about what teams, what guys was on this team that had this streak going, you'd have to think very hard about you know what kind of players they are. Well, I think yeah. one of them's gonna be pretty noticeable, right. and, and that's at gonna that be point, Rudy. Yeah. Rudy's have won five or six Defensive Player of the Year yeah. awards. Yeah. I mean, I really just there's nobody who impacts you. I, I thought it was interesting. I thought Marcus Sol was brilliant defensively tonight and just discombobulated everything the Jazz were doing, and the Jazz had to adjust to it. They did well. But I thought it was interesting to watch Marcus Sol, who was a defensive player of the year once, completely took Donovan out of his game. Donovan had no idea what to do with Marcus Sol tonight. Yeah, exactly. It just shows the experience that he had, how smart a player he is. Uh, I heard uh, Bickerstaff, the coach, talk about um, – Talk about him before the ball game. You know, he, he talked about how, how smart he is out there on the floor and 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 how he's trying to work with the young players. And then you read an article where, he's, where an article had said he's getting frustrated with losing and you know all this kind of thing. But you, you're looking at a guy that's what was a defensive player of the year. He's been an all star and he's got a bunch of young guys on this team that I thought per, out on the perimeter they flat out get after you. I mean, they were all over the Jazz, and you'd figure that sooner or later the Jazz are going to break them down. You know, but I'm not sure they ever did. I don't think they ever did. So Jazz really struggled offensively. No flow, no blender. Jay Crowder was terrific tonight, though. He's the one that I, I thought led this team as far as winning. Not so much that he, 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 he out, you know, outscored everyone, but those three-point shots that he made, what he had four in the first half, really sep- was the separator, you know, for this team because it was going back and forth. And as a matter of fact, the Grizzlies had the lead there for a couple of times, but the three-point shooting there, and they were uncontested. That, uh, that he knocked down really helped. We watched the Jazz at shoot-around today run through a whole entire offensive sequence of plays for Jay to get him used to it, and almost every single one of them ends with a guy in each corner and a corner three. And the Jazz shoot 25% of their threes as corner threes. It's the highest percentage of any team in the NBA of their three-point attempts are threes. And it's, it's systematic. It's a credit to Quinn, and it was as though tonight Jay figured it out. Like, oh, if I go to the corner, I'm going to be open. Well, that skip pass is dangerous, I, I think, for the Jazz. And, and it's been working all season long. Uh, it, it's not a pass that stays up in the air a long time but to the point where you got to catch and try to fight it and get it off very quickly. 
but it's it's been it's, it's been a shot that the Jazz have gotten it off very well. And, and you've mentioned many many times guys that have the most success shooting the three. Jarepko is one of them, even though he didn't have one tonight. But it was Crowder tonight. And so, as I mentioned earlier, the three point shot is is really been what's helped the Jazz win on this winning streak. Ricky Ruby had 10 rebounds tonight. When I asked him about it in postgame, he said, uh-oh, Rudy's going to be mad at me. <laughs> Rudy wants all the rebounds. You know? <laughs> and it, there was a couple of times that Rudy, that uh, that Rubio did take uh, rebounds from Rudy. But, you know, he'll make up for it tomorrow. Night. All right, wrap this up. Just not a lot. I mean, this is, it's an incredible streak. It continues. They've won now 17 and 19. Their defense is just incomprehensibly good. They were This was probably their best statistical defensive game of the year. Uh, what do, anything on the broadcast you guys brought up that I'm I'm not mentioning that you want to mention? Uh, not much, other than the fact that Jazz are what 24 and five now when they hold teams under 100. Uh, the Jazz have now have gone what 28 consecutive <laughs> games without uh, scoring 100 points against this team, the the Grizzlies. Remind Maybe, me to tell you about my stats guy on that one. Like uh, seriously, Tweedledee and Tweedledum tonight. Ooh. Oh my goodness, uh, you missed me then, didn't you? Uh, well, okay, so I give the kid the note. Yeah. That says, I can't believe I'm throwing him under the bus here, but who cares? So I give the kid the note that says, like, hey, by the way, make sure I don't miss this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remembered it. I mentioned he clearly wasn't listening. At the end of the game, the game's over. I'm off the air. He goes, hey, by the way, that's 28 straight. <laughs> like, that's pretty useful to me now. Thanks. Appreciate that. No, it's okay. All right. Let's, All right. Yeah. Go, you can go run. Yeah. Run. I want to see you run. You got to go. You got to no, hit the is boy, this, boy. this guy work? Yeah, he does. He used to work for No, he still works he for still us. Works He's just out here for some just reason. Ted here. Robertson. All right. That is the Jazz winning their 10th straight road game. Their 17th of their last 19. Must be easy to be a sales guy for the Jazz at this point. On the Jazz. <laughs> Uh, easy, easy job to sell tickets and sell sponsorships for the Jazz at this point on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now, wherever you get podcasts, and hit that subscribe button.